This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Long-awaited biofuel blending targets could be released by the Biden administration any day now. Sources tell AgriPulse the administration has reached out to Capitol Hill offices to discuss an upcoming announcement, which could come as soon as tomorrow. Biofuel and oil interests alike are watching the new figures and what the new levels will be. The announcement is expected to include blending targets for 2021 and 2022, the last year the agency will have congressional targets to rely upon under the law that created the Renewable Fuel Standard. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says the upcoming rulemaking is important in its own right, but also because of what it will mean for future blending targets. The set is a very good opportunity to use us for expertise, use the USDA for its expertise in terms of the potential that we have. But uh, this is an important rulemaking, which is why we need to get those 2022 RVOs out. The 2022 RVOs set the stage for the set. So getting those numbers at 15 billion gallons is going to be incredibly important for our conversations to have a good set after that. EPA is reportedly considering retroactive cuts to previously set blending targets, something sure to anger the biofuels industry and lead to court filings if it were to happen. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for the latest. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says producers have come a long way in their willingness to discuss the intersection of climate change and agriculture. Speaking today at a foreign policy virtual food summit, Vilsack said it's a big difference from his early days in office during the Obama administration. If I were to talk about climate change back in 2009, I would have received a very different reaction than I'm receiving today. I think farmers and ranchers and producers in this country understand that they have got to get engaged in uh, climate-smart agricultural practices if for no other reason than the market is demanding it. He says USDA needs to help producers and consumers alike better navigate the changes the food industry is seeing as a result of a greater climate focus. People are now marketing product as being climate-smart. Well, what does that mean? Climate-friendly, what does that mean? Uh, Establishing a standard through large-scale demonstration projects will allow us to give consumers greater confidence, will enable farmers to embrace climate-smart practices, reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and also allow them to participate in ecosystem markets uh, and other ways in which they can uh, uh, identify additional revenue streams so it becomes profitable for them uh, to to embrace climate-smart practices. Vilsack is expected to discuss USDA's climate-smart ag efforts in remarks in Pennsylvania tomorrow. Finally today, hog producers are set to have another six years of a key herd health management tool. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. The Swine Health Information Center has been approved for further funding by the National Pork Board Checkoff for another six years. The center was first launched in 2015 with the agreement that if there was an initial return on investment for pork producers, the center would be renewed for further funding. Paul Sundberg, executive director of the Swine Health Information Center, says over the course of the last six years, that return on investment has been made. We have had a return on investment. We have set up a national system for monitoring for emerging diseases in the veterinary diagnostic labs. We've got a system for monitoring for emerging diseases around the world. We have a system to respond quickly should we find something. We've got better diagnostics. We've got a response plan in place and we're doing that work every day, all day. And so um, it's good news that the, the pork producers have agreed 
that they there's been a return on that initial investment and they're happy to let us go farther. SHIC was first established to focus efforts on prevention, preparedness, and response to novel and emerging swine disease for the benefit of U.S. swine health. The center conducts multiple research projects, including one looking at African swine fever in Vietnam. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients, formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.